0: Hi, and thank you for listening to Next Level Medical Assisting. Uh, this podcast is all about medical assisting and how we can be better, more efficient, and more patient-oriented. It will be positive and supportive, bringing together medical assistants and other clinical staff to be able to lightheartedly discuss medical assisting and related areas while exchanging ideas for how to be a better MA, such as compassion, detail orientness, staying professional, avoiding complacency, etc. There will be no politics or controversial topics here. Now for the legal stuff. The views and opinions stored and shared in this podcast are my own and are not endorsed by or representative of my employer. In addition, I am not a licensed medical professional approved to give medical advice. The information in this podcast is not in any way intended to be medical advice. Always seek the help of your physician or another qualified medical professional for any medical questions or concerns. hello welcome back to next level medical assisting uh with me zach your host Here again thank you so much for returning this is going to be episode uh, excuse me season two episode three so we're going to try a little different thing i'm going to try to talk a little louder this time and you know keep the natural tone again uh hopefully that that worked for you guys uh you know if you could let me know if you preferred that or the previous falsetto or whatever it may be let me know So this episode, uh, we're going to talk about sort of floating, uh, floating as, as an MA or really any, you know, any position, but floating, you know, to other clinics or floating between providers or even floating between specialties, you know, it's, It's something that i've been doing recently and it's becoming more and more part of you know what i do on a regular basis i do have my set schedule with with a provider that i work with um, but i do have one day of the week off and sometimes if the provider's out uh i will go work at other at other places or with other providers and so the the subject of floating has really been on my mind recently um and so it's you know it's something that a lot of people do i mean some people are in purely uh flow positions uh some people uh you just do it maybe as needed some people really really don't like to do it and would rather not you know i don't blame them sometimes i just kind of wanted to review over what it's like and if you haven't done it what to expect or you know if your feedback if you have done it and what you like about it what you don't like about it uh and so i you know i can tell you you know it's it, it uh it's pretty uncommon to a flow between primary care and specialty care but it I mean at least in my experience but it could happen but uh it, from what i've seen there is usually a float pool for specialty care which could mean you're working in different specialties each each shift or rotating it could be a big difference you know in primary care uh what i've seen it's either floating between providers or floating to a, a different physical location of where you're at maybe possibly floating to telehealth if that's something that's going on there um but you know, floating basically not having the same the same uh, provider every day or having the same duties every day, and so it's kind of the the concept. And and really, floating could be from anywhere, food service or retail or really anywhere. You know, anywhere where there somebody has a set position in a and a location. And so I you know I I've done this a lot in the past. Uh, I the only time I ever had a uh, a very specific I was hired for a float position specific. It was just for one location, and I was floating around helping other providers and other ma's um, but i've done a lot of uh just overall floating helping out here and there quite a bit i've done it uh you know between far distances at different clinics i've done it between uh multiple as in four five six different clinics at one company um and you know i've 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 been doing this a while now so you know it's not for me i understand when you go work with a provider, you know. You never really know what you're going to get for the most part. A lot of times if you're afloat, you don't even know who you're working with until you get there. And and so it's kind of unique in that sense. But I'm open-minded enough to know, you know, I roll with whatever I got, whatever the environment is there. You just adapt to it and go from there. You're going to be with different uh, different people who may have different standards or expectations, whether it's the providers or your co-workers, managers, whatever it may be. Patients can be very different in different uh, geographical areas. So it's just... Uh, a unique experience in general um, so you know I, I've I've gone uh, you know I've gone to places and you get there and, and it's like oh man I really got to work with this provider or man I you know I've heard all about this provider or maybe you work with them before and really really it was a, a real hassle and it wasn't fun you know but somebody's got to do it you know and then on the other hand you get those providers where you're like yeah I'm so excited I'd love to go to go work for this person I love this person we have a great time it's a great shift every time you know so it's a little It can be a little uh different depending on on what you get into so some of the some of the positive and or pros and cons i guess we should go about it um as far as as far as i'm concerned um you know i think it's very important uh, particularly now with the staffing shortage uh floating is very important and i think even if you haven't done it before or not a big fan of it you really should do it uh, at least offered to your company if it's needed uh, because you know it's helping everybody out and if you are the one at that clinic that needs a float you're going to appreciate somebody willing to come. And so the, you know, the idea is to just be a team and help everybody out. So, you know, some of the things that, uh, some of the things I, I do enjoy about it, uh, it's nice to see it's, it, even if you're doing the same thing as rooming patients and, and taking vitals and giving injections, it's, it's it can be nice to just switch it up one day and be in a different environment. The way I kind of see it is like, you know, you come home every day to your same place, same home, same apartment, same house. But if you just re- redecorate one day don't do anything major just move furniture around it just feels it just hits different you know it's just a different environment uh, it just feels different uh it kind of gives you kind of a you know a uh, positive outlook on on things for the most part you know um over time that can kind of diminish but it's it is nice to sort of get out of your bubble sometimes uh, and just be in a different uh you know be in a different clinic and be working with different people and seeing different patients and and I, you know i I really personally enjoy that um, I think another thing is that you know it's nice you get to work with providers that may do you know even if they're for me they're all primary care, but they may do wildly different things. I mean some of them are very strict and will only see patients you know in within the time frame of their visit with the exception you know with the with the late a lot of time to check in uh, and they you know they, they it's difficult for them or, or not difficult but they much prefer not to see patients for less than 30 minutes uh except in rare circumstances and then there's other providers where they're just like boom 15 minutes every visit you know they might run behind it's it's no big deal you know it's just a totally different flow and a totally different feeling and for somebody who you know if you go from working with somebody who has you know 30 minute visits and is pretty on time to going to float with somebody who's very uh you know can be um can be falling behind It's 15 minute visits and it's really hectic that can be very stressful situation uh, but i think it's good experience because there are a lot of providers that way unfortunately in this world in my opinion from what i've seen most of the providers are that way where they're they, you know the companies are telling them just get them and get them out uh and and you know they're not they're not doing a whole lot as far as procedures um, so that's you know it, it's something that should get used to if you happen to be with a provider who, who who does like to have a decent amount of time to to give Give more in-depth care. Um, I would consider yourself lucky, but I would, I would uh, advise that it's likely not going to be the norm if you decide to go work somewhere else. For the most part, so you know, it's it's a whole different a whole different thing. You went work with a provider uh, uh, when you float that that sees a lot of kids uh, and maybe has as a lot of well-child checks and injections and vaccines and and maybe the provider that you work with before that or the one you normally work with or other ones you work with don't see very many kids maybe they're even like in in internist so they're just seeing adults and so it's a total switch there and personally i i enjoy that being able to you know change up the approach that i have depending on who i'm seeing and the kind of patients that i'm seeing you know some providers one provider might do you know a decent amount of procedures they might do iud insertions they might do iud removals they might do incision and drainage they might do mole removal or or shave biopsy or punch biopsy or whatever whatever it may be uh, and then there's other providers that don't do any of that stuff at all, really. I mean, except maybe in extreme circumstances, for the most part, they're not they're not into doing the procedures. And, and for whatever reason, maybe they've done them enough and they're not into it or they have other reasons for it or whatever. Uh, and so it can be a totally different experience. A lot of times with those providers that are not so into procedures, it does end up being a lot more paperwork simply because you're referring out for a lot of these things. And you're having to follow up on that. So it's just a different, you know, different approach. So I know, you know, in the past we talked about uh, uh, prescription refills and ERXs and we went over that. And so how that pertains to this is, you know, if you're at the same company, the process should be more or less the same. Uh, You know, using an EMR, which basically everybody does now, you know, we you may have templates that you're supposed to use or or certain phrases or, or formatting you're supposed to use that can vary between clinics uh, even in the same company but for the most part people understand you know that that you're afloat and you're there to help out and it's okay it's just a little different maybe you'll learn something new maybe you'll learn a new template so that's the other thing too is you get to learn you get to learn new things that you wouldn't necessarily have gotten to learn uh, if you didn't leave your your bubble of your of your normal place or if you're just working with one provider all the time so that's another unique experience of it um, but, you know, plus you get to see like, you know, hey, sometimes you get stuck and you're like, oh, man, this clinic where I work normally all the time is just crazy. And it's, I feel like we're doing things all weird and this and that. And then you might go see that other clinics are the same, you know, and it's just the, the whole, the whole everything is just kind of the way it is. Uh, and then you might see that maybe, yeah, you are doing things a little bit different in your clinic. And sometimes, you know, that's OK because you have to accommodate some people. Not everybody is exactly the same. Uh, and it's okay that everything is not uh, everything is not identical at every single clinic. Um, you know that's just it's part of how it is, even at the same company. And it's okay. That's that's there's nothing wrong with that for the most part, as long as they are following the, the same processes and guidelines. You know, on that note, uh, that's something that for me can be difficult uh, to deal with. I know, as I just said, that it's okay, uh, but I'm somebody who will fully acknowledge and knows learned that i don't do the best with change change for the most part is not so bad but if something is done a certain way uh and it seems to be very efficient in working and then i go somewhere else and they do things a a, a different way my perspective sometimes gets stuck on what you know why why would you do it this way it doesn't make any sense Uh, and that and the idea that You know the way we were doing it at the other clinic is better but that's that's not the case that's not the case and i constantly am telling myself that that's that's not that's not the way to approach it and honestly even if it really is better it's not your place to 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 tell them that i mean let them do the things they they do there uh and you you know you're a guest in their house basically and so you should abide by the way they do things the best you can and it's you know it's okay to have things done a little different, and and if you're open-minded enough, you, sometimes you can even realize that their way is better. I see that all the time, actually, that their way is better. And then I go back to my place and I'm like, man, why are we doing it like this? This is kind of crazy. But then the you know I I might I may or may not mention it to the manager or the nurse and and see if it's something that should be discussed. But for the most part, you know it's you know each clinic can have their own way of doing things, and that's okay. And it's the you is the floats position. Uh, to be able to accommodate those clinics and work around them and and, you know as as stated i've been doing this a very long time 14 years and when i float to a new place uh, or when i get hired somewhere new or whatever i never tell somebody i already know how to do that if they ask me have you done this before i will advise that yes you know this is my experience with it but i'll follow it up with questions but if they just go to teach me i just listen hear it out because honestly I don't know maybe I don't know how they do it there at that clinic maybe they're going to teach me something new even in a worst case scenario they're teaching me the exact same thing that I already knew there's no harm in that and it comes off as as uh, rude and egotistical to be like yeah I already know how to do that when you may or may not even not know and you might have an issue later so just you know be quiet and, and let them teach you because that's there's nothing wrong with that being taught the same thing uh, even though you already know it I think some people feel like that they're being talked to as they're lesser, not as knowledgeable. If they don't say something, but that's not the case. Okay, prove it with your actions when you go to do it. How how well you are at it and how smooth you are at it, uh, as opposed to just having to tell them to their face. You know, you already have, already know how to do that. So those are that's something that, that kind of gets me when I go to other places. But again, it, it's it, it's more or less you know my my on my end for the most part. Then I need to. Um, address this and and the other you know the other thing too is is sometimes things are so different that really it's 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 uh it's very stressful for me anyways and so sometimes i just can't get my head around it and i you know i get to the point where i know you know i know i'm not going to change this uh but it's bad enough that i don't think i would want to go back and work there if i didn't absolutely have to and if that's the case then i you know i just make a note uh to the person you know the the float manager whatever it is and and you know i i don't ever say i will never ever do this because that's not that's not right man you got you gotta be you can't say that i'd be going back in the right situation but it's not my preference and these are the things that i wasn't a big fan of uh and if possible i'd prefer to go to another clinic Um, but if i was if they knew that and they asked me to go somewhere and that i said i would prefer not to i would go i would go because I did my part and i have a job to do and be an adult and and just do it um and just understand that even if something truly is very different and wrong you you maybe depending on what it is if it's a safety issue whatever you can go through the right people but if you know other than that you know you just have to be able to recognize what's within your power and interest of changing and what's not and sometimes that's just the way things are done somewhere else and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that you know on the On the other a little bit more of an administrative side something that really gets to me which i don't have i'm not really sure how much it bothers other people whether it's ma's or front desks or providers i'd be curious on your feedback uh if you if you have any for this um but when i go somewhere and i'm assigned to wherever i sit work at at a desk with a provider it's not uncommon for you to be assigned to a desk that maybe wasn't previously being used um But even if you're assigned to somebody's current desk and they're just not there, you know, what I've noticed is a lot of times you sit down and it's like, I don't have a stapler. I don't have a tape dispenser. I don't have a staple remover. I don't have pens or a highlighter or a marker or this or that. And obviously, you know, there's nothing that anybody's going to die from not having, but it's something that I use on a regular basis. And it's like, I feel like, man, even if somebody doesn't use it on a regular basis, I feel like it should be here and should be accessible. And if not, then it shouldn't be too hard to find. Um, and that's just one of those little things. Obviously, it's a little nitpick thing. It just gets to me. But I feel like it's the little things that can make the difference. Uh, and if just imagine if you could go to every clinic and you would have everything you needed right there and no questions asked for the most part. Um, you know, I, I just feel like there's not enough preparation done in that sense. Uh, but you know, to be fair, the people that come and cover me at my desk may very well feel feel similar about what they need. So, you know, there's always there's always two sides of the coin. Uh, but the other thing about that too, a little bit more clinical, is you know we use pulse oximeters and, and thermometers, uh, and some of the clinics have pulse oximeters and thermometers in each room. Some have the MAs keep them at their desks. Some have a combination. Some are supposed to have them in their rooms and don't have them in some rooms, and. But the problem is, you never know when you go there. Nobody tells you this is the situation, so you're looking everywhere for it. You may or may not find it, uh, and and it can, you know, for me, it's like that gets that's 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 frustrating. Not because it's life or death, but like I'm gonna need these to do my job all day, no matter what, no matter what happens today, I'll need them, and I, I would it should I shouldn't have to go searching for them. Um, but again, you know, it just it's may just it be that things are different, and usually. When I go ask somebody, they're they're very friendly and very happy to help me. And so it's, it's something that I uh, can get in my head more about. Um, I, you know, in a perfect world, would everything be perfect and everything would be where it needed to be? Yeah, it would be. But unfortunately, we don't live in a perfect world. Thank you, COVID, among other things. So, you know, that's, that's another thing that, that can be, um, you know, just different. A little annoying to me sometimes when you go. Uh, something I've noticed too, you know, this is not a huge problem, but being afloat in a new clinic, maybe that you haven't been to, or you don't go to that often. It's not, uh, it's easy to feel like the outsider. It's easy to feel that, that, uh, that, you know, you don't belong there and everybody's doing their thing and, uh, everybody's doing their thing and that you're, you're the new guy. Um, you know, or you're the new person in the area, maybe you don't fit in. But you know what I've noticed is that some, you know, people are not out to be mean like that or anything. You know, sometimes they're just maybe they don't know who you are quite yet or, or maybe they're too busy or maybe this or maybe that. If you're you're a regular float, you know, they might might get to know you. I know we have a a float at my company and she's just spectacular. She's awesome. She's so she's she you know she has a great sense of humor she's fun to be around and we see her all the time and it's like man if we don't see her for a while it's like oh we missed you but she's been floating around uh and so when she's there it's just like every other day it's like home she's very a very cool person uh, to work with and and laugh with and so you know it's but sometimes you go places and and you get there and i've experienced this and it doesn't mean i don't mean to say that the the staff or the clinic are not nice or they're rude that's not what i'm getting at it's 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 a little different you go to your clinic you know or or maybe you have an assigned clinic and everybody's like oh hey oh yeah welcome you know good morning and and, you know talking about the the whatever because you guys are all friends and you go to another clinic and these people have their routines but you know you're not really involved in that uh and and that's okay i mean you know you're the you're the flow person there um but that that's all right, you know, but the point is, is that you can get to know them, you know, especially if you're floating. Uh, but at the very least, as long as everybody's nice to each other. And I will tell you that of all the places I've gone to, um, people have been very kind and very uh, polite. Um, you know, they have nobody's been rude. Nobody's said anything negative to me. They're very happy to help me. Uh, you know, whether or not I have the supplies I need is another thing. But they're happy to help me if I go ask for them. Um and so I have nothing negative to say about anywhere else that I floated to ever, really, throughout my career. Uh, I can't, I can't say it would never happen to anybody, but I would like to think that, that, you know, that they would be appreciative that there was help there, and just understand you, in a way, you kind of are the outsider. In a way, you know, you go there, keep your mouth shut, see how things are done, and be friendly with them, and and see how that goes, and maybe you can become a little bit more comfortable as time passes. Uh, but it's okay to go in there and be polite and be kind and. And do your job and ask questions and and go on your way you know that's okay you're you're kind of the the um you know the curveball there in the in the situation so you know, to put it in perspective, at, at the clinic that I work at uh, on a regular basis, when we do have other floats that I've never met before, maybe I actually go out of my way uh, to make them more comfortable because I know how it can be. And sometimes they don't want anything to do with me. Sometimes they're nice, but sometimes they just want to mind their own business. And that's fine, too. It's all very different. But it's just another aspect of floating to different clinics that, that can sort of factor in there and just know that if you, if you float somewhere, that if you feel that way, that Really, that's totally normal. It's totally normal to feel that way. And it's okay. You know, go, just go in there and, and, and do your job and do it the best you can. Ask questions, be polite, be kind, and and go on your day. And eventually, probably end up back there at some point. And so, you know, maybe things will get a little bit more comfortable, but nonetheless, you're there to do your job, not to socialize. So, you know, it'll, it'll be okay. Just want to do your job. You know something I've uh, recently also experienced. I've been floating to other clinics, and I, I can imagine—I I can't speak for other companies, but I would imagine that uh, the company I work for is no different uh, than other companies in the sense that we're having uh, a serious staffing shortages. And so, you know, you're a lot—you'll go float places where they could be down like two or three medical assistants, and have providers that are working with two providers at one MA, or providers rooming up their own patients, or. Whatever it may be, and you know, you end up there, and and you know, it's it's not uncommon for them to be like, hey, this this was great, you know, hey, why don't you come work over here, you know, full time, which really is a compliment, uh, but you know, you, you got to, you know, you're either whatever it is, if you're the flow person, you know, you're the flow person, and if you're trying to transfer to permanent, that's that's, I mean, that by all means, of course, you know, that's the situation, but you know, like me, I have an assigned clinic and. And so I get a lot of people that are like, oh, hey, you, you know, we that Debbie come work over here. And I'm like, honestly, as much as I would love to, I just, I can't, you know, like I, it's even if it's more convenient or closer or whatever it may be, I like my provider. I like where I work. I like my coworkers. I like my manager. And, you know, they're good to me. And so I, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to make things harder for them by, by me floating to other clinics. And. And having it backfire on them. So that's my my thing. But if you are interested in doing that, let's say you're afloat, you're trying to get into permanent or whatever it may be, then there's nothing wrong with that. If somebody invites you to come work there, or, or even if you're just curious, uh, there's no reason not to do so. Uh, you know, and there's no reason not to move up or move sideways and move forward or whatever it may be um, to do that because it can be a lot. Schedule can be a lot better when you're you know in a, in a assigned place. But I, you know, I take that when when they mention that I take it as a compliment, as I think anybody should, you know, because obviously it means that they enjoyed having you there and they'd love to have you back and obviously they would need the help. Um, so you know, if people say that to you, just just take it as a compliment and, and let them know, you know, how how you enjoyed working there and and uh, and and it's very likely that at some point you'll come back, you know, so and you'll get to see him again and and you guys be a little bit more friendly next time, so it'll. It'll work out better that way. Uh, another thing about, you know, covering other providers is, is you know, you get uh, a lot of patients that, that will come in that have been seen as provider for some time or they're so used to a specific routine that when you go to do things, and they you know, most patients are very good, but I mean, they, sometimes they'll be like, oh, I thought we usually did it this way. And you're like, well, okay. So I do that. You know, I, I take oral temperatures uh, as I personally feel they're more accurate. Um, but, but a lot of a lot of the staff at, at the company I work for don't do that. They use forehead temperatures um, and and I don't blame them. It's okay. Uh, so sometimes when I'm rooming patients and it's another person's uh another provider you know and i go to do that they say oh i thought we were doing the forehead and okay i tell them okay we can do that if you'd like it's no problem you know because they're they're used to a different a different flow plus you know they come in and they're so used to having the ma know who they are and just be like oh blah 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 here's this here's this roll through this and then you you know you go through some things and you're a little bit more specific because they're basically a stranger to you uh, and so, some patients feel feel comfortable telling you, like, "Oh, I'm here all the time, and this is how we do things," and other ones, uh, you know, they'll they'll uh, just roll with it and, and do what needs to be done. Um, but it's just another another aspect of of the floating that that can kind of kind of vary um, a little bit, you know, where you're at. Uh, and so, you know, it's it it's it's a unique situation for everybody, uh, for the provider you're working with, for yourself, for your coworkers. Um, you know, for, for, for your commute to and from work that day, you know, where are you going to park? Where do you go for lunch? Where's the break room? This is a big one. Uh, everywhere you go work, you got to remember where the break room is. And if there's a combination to get in there and then you go in there and, you know, you sit with anybody and you know them and it's almost like it's almost like freshman year in high school again and you really don't know where you're gonna sit or what you're going to say to what you're going to do um but it's different because people are people are kind and friendly so you know all you got to do is start the conversation or at least just mind your own business and, and people are okay with that so i guess what i would say is you know i would strongly encourage any of you who either haven't floated or are reluctant to float to to give it a shot just just you know is it a little bit of a sacrifice because it's out of the ordinary and a little unique it might be a different drive or commute longer shift maybe a little stressful you know different learning how things are done but it, yeah i mean it can be that way but it's so important and you know when you're short somebody at your clinic you would love to have a float come there and you wouldn't want them to not come simply because it was a different situation, they just didn't feel comfortable, um, you know, because the help that you need is really is really critical, and so you can be that person to lead by example and go work at other clinics, and you know, you, you never know, you might learn something along the way, and if for nothing else, it's a very good experience, so I'm grateful to have this opportunity to be able to do this. Uh, I've even bounced around specialties a little bit, um, and and that was a kind of a, a little bit of a different experience, um, but I think I'm more comfortable just sticking to primary care, internal medicine. Um, So, you know, for me, it's a for me, it's a good experience. So if you're if you're a new MA and you're and you're you're in school, you want to be an MA when you do graduate full positions are a lot of the ones, the first ones that are available to you, you know, take them, learn from that and, and learn everywhere you go, that it's okay to be the new person everywhere at every clinic you work at and to learn something new it's a very good experience it will let you you know it's almost like a like a tasting menu it'll let you kind of see what what you like what you prefer what you're getting into what the ranges of the providers are that you might be working with um, as well as your coworkers you can see how other people do do certain things and it's uh anyways it's a really good experience so so that's that's the episode today We're about floating to different places and helping out on the staffing shortages you know it's it's a great opportunity and if you haven't done it you should try it uh, and if you have done it and didn't like it, I would say try it again. You know, we all need help and you'd like help when, when, when you're short where you're at. So thank you again for listening uh, to Next Level Medical Assisting with me, Zach, your host. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming back. Hopefully the volume on this one was a little better. Uh, I'm going to listen to it myself. We'll see how that goes uh, to see if we can, um, if we to adjust it or what else we need to do. Again, feedback regarding anything is absolutely welcome and encouraged on Twitter at at nlma under slash official uh, or email next level medical assisting at outlook.com so again thank you guys for coming back and and uh joining me today for this episode and i look forward to having another one here uh in the near future so thank you very much